Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 71 of the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Good morning. It's Joseph Crush. What's going on? NJ3, welcome. Hey, good morning. Happy Saturday, all. Happy Saturday. Nicky Noodles, it's good to see your face again. Let me be honest. Voice. Oh, thanks, pal. Appreciate it. <laughs> how, was, uh, how was Chelsea Green last weekend? Uh, unbelievable she's, she's like the my version of poison ivy oh <laughs> wow <laughs> like she it, she makes you green with envy green with envy bad news tom canale what's going on bud? good morning boys how's it going good morning sir um another week another wrestling week is is upon us uh before we get to it guys listen if you listen to us now, you know you can download us anywhere on podcasts where, where they're available. Apple Strictly, <clears throat> five-star review, and a rating is is a must. I think it just helps us out. It helps us grow. Uh, it's appreciated on all ends. If you can give us a review anywhere else, please do it. Um, but Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, anywhere. Find us. Listen to us. Enjoy us. Thank you. Um, our first sponsor, NJ3. What do we got for Nerd Focus? I mean, what what don't we got for Nerd Focus, Joey? Let me tell you something, all right? Let me talk to you and let me talk to the people, all right? You know, it, you, you wake up every day and it's it's hard, right? It's hard to get up out of bed. Look at Nick, right? The guy sleeps till noon pretty much every day, all right? He has no energy. He has no umph. Lethargic. He has nothing. He is lethargic. <laughs> He's lackadaisical. But when I introduced him to the number one think drink, energy drink that is out in the market right now, Nerd Focus. He is now on camera. He's shaved. He's showered. He is pros- he's prosperous. He's everything because of Nerd Focus. Nerd Focus is that think drink that you need to get you through your days. And let me tell you something. It gets me through my days. Joey, your beard is glistening with, with energy because I think of your Nerd Focus. Tommy, if the Yankees drank Nerd Focus, maybe they win a game. Maybe Who knows. Maybe <laughs> Gary Sanchez would be able to tag someone going to the plate. But that's for a different conversation on a different day. Back to the back to the topic at hand. Nerd focus, guys. It is that drink that you need. It is that you drink nerd focus with us at the Brad Wrestle Buzz. It's what we drink. It's the energy drink that we um that we love. So for our fans, as always, we want to give you something for listening to us. So how about 20% off? 20% off. Use N D20 at checkout, order two or more, and you get free shipping. Nerd Focus, it's the Think Drink. It's beautiful. You can find the link in our bio on social media. Use that link, though. That'll help us out, too. So Big time. That's it. the link that you really need. That's the most yeah, important thing. Absolutely. Um, another another sponsor, Paper Champion. Listen. Ooh-hoo. Yeah. ThePaperChampion.com. Fantasy Wrestling. I am, I am the ThePaperChampion.com. <laughs> that's, that's my website. NJ3 is the Paper <laughs> Champion. Uh, I'm taking a little fall here. Uh, as of last week, I, I was unaware that I uh, jumped out of the top five. I mean, I'm actually currently seventh. 
Um, it's not updated for this week as of yet, but it's not looking good for Joey. <laughs> no, <I'm, I'm laughs> join me in middle of the pack. Yeah, I'm coming down to Tommy's level, but yeah. Tommy's Tommy's on his way up. So uh, yeah. you might you might surpass me. It's all right. NJ three holding it down for the Russell Bus crew, the TWJ crew, always. Um, always. And uh, Nicky Noodles isn't involved, so it's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, fancy wrestling. The only I think it's the literally the only one in the world. Uh, if if it isn't, then just join this one. It's the best. Uh, ThePaperChampion.com. Shout out to our boy Eric James holding it down every week, mm-hmm. putting putting his heart and soul, blood, sweat, and tears into this project. Uh, so we got to respect them there. If you love fantasy sports, fantasy football is starting up. Everyone loves fantasy football, right? Everybody love wrestling. Oh my god, so much! It's a, the combination of both, man. It's fun. It's it's it keeps you invested in the product week by week. So uh, it's something you, you get to win anything. Do you have to win stuff? There's prizes. Are you kidding me? Wait, it so is. you're telling me this is free? Hold it's on, free. hold on. Let me this is free. <laughs> it is, free. and I get to win stuff. You do, and it's fantasy, mm-hmm. and it's wrestling, and it's wrestling. Line and, and it's done right. <laughs> it's done right. It's done right. <laughs> this is fantastic. So listen, go to thepaperchampion.com, follow along, and please sign up when the seasons when season six opens up um, after WrestleMania next year because it is, it is it. It is yeah. the only fantasy wrestling you should ever have to worry about. Yeah. This isn't a and if you need advice, time. talk to me. Go to my website. I am thepaperchampion.com because, uh, you know, that's what I do. Not an official website. Uh, not an official website and yeah. not uh, supported by WrestleBuzz or uh, anything having to do with TWJ. It's, it's not an official website yet. So uh, we'll get to that at some point. But thepaperchampion.com. Shout out to our boy, Eric James. We love you, buddy. Um, listen, guys, has to be addressed. Uh, 20th anniversary of 9-11, um, the worst day in American history as known by all. Um, I mean, it's, it's comes to a point like where year by year, we, it's talked about on the anniversary this year's special, it's 20th. So it's, it's going to be, uh, presented more, but to keep it to like the wrestling narrative, uh, WWE put out the documentary, never forget, uh, it was this uh, two days ago, maybe that they put it out maybe last night. Or this past weekend, I forget when it was, but I checked it out last night, and uh, I'm pretty sure we could all remember where we were at the time of the the incident, and then everything leading up or after that. But I, what sticks out to me after watching the documentary is like, and you kind of forget almost that smack. They had a smackdown that following Thursday. Um, that was the first like event back from everything, so uh, like crowded event, like with uh, with people. So it was really, and they show behind the scenes, like Vince, like, um, like deciding whether or not to do it or not. And he, he goes out, he gives his speech. If you remember that speech, man, it was fucking, it was wild, dude. And, uh, it was, it was just like a cool document. It's a 35 minute documentary. I highly suggest watching it, but, um, we, I mean, it's, it's a, it's an anniversary. It's a memory. We say never forget, but it's like, it's, it's a, it's a bad time, right? It was the worst time. So. It's just uh, something you got to bring up every year, uh, pay homage to p- the people who lost their lives, to whether it was in the building or trying to save people, the cops, the firefighters, the paramedics. It's just uh, you got to pay homage to them. So 20th year, um, we're from New York, so it kind of hits a little. I mean, it hits everyone hard everywhere, but like just being from the state, it, it was it was a tough time. So um, but just to go back to the wrestling day, see the 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 documentary and, and everything that all these, the wrestlers went through, it was pretty, uh, 
it was pretty interesting. Lillian Garcia with the my favorite national anthem of all time. And uh, it was it was pretty emotional, man. It was pretty uh, watching it last night. It may require a tissue, a tissue or two. So just a heads up when you go to watch it. But uh, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is at this point. So just want to, you know, acknowledge the uh, the event and the people who lost their lives or helped save people. Um, and just something that has to be done every year. So, I mean, that's, that's what it is. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts, like from what had happened, like the, the SmackDown that happened, NJ3, if you want to just even like touch on it, like what that's, I mean, it is. What yeah. It is. I mean, I, I mean, without going too much, it's like my personal, yeah. I just remember that day when I got home and like on every channel, there was nothing on TV. It was like no broadcast. It was the weirdest thing in the world where like, even like in storms and stuff like that, there's always like television. At that time, there's no Netflix, there's no nothing. So there's nothing on TV for like a day plus. You get like yeah. little like like uh, news announcements. Um, and for and for SmackDown to be the first really like live event to take place, you know, only a couple, only two days after, right? Because it happened on a Tuesday and you said SmackDown was on a Thursday. It's just unbelievable. They were able to kind of pull together a show like that and kind of bring the, you know, I don't want to say bring the country together because not everyone was like a wrestling fan, but just to kind of bring the people together for the yeah. bigger picture of what devastation that this took on our country, on, on families, on first responders, on it's, it's in, it's in the history books now. Yeah. You know, your children, your daughter, when she goes into history class is going to read about nine 11 is one of the chapters in history. Um, and you can tell that you live through it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think, you know, when you alluded to Vince McMahon having that speech, um, those are one of those like moments that are bigger than anything. And he like rose up to that occasion and he delivered on that moment. And so did everyone on the, on that ramp that night when they uh, acknowledge it. So that, that is ingrained in my memory forever. I can see, I can see the rock on the stage. who's wearing his white cutoff shirt. Yeah. Like I, I just remember it right now. Like it was vividly um, Nick's Nick is trying to do his best rendition of it, but unfortunately his arms are a little bit, a little bit smaller. Mm, um, just a smidge, <laughs> just a smidge. Um, but I, I do, Joey. It was, it was a very powerful, impactful moment, and it's something that I'll always remember forever. And it makes me proud to have, like, I guess, be a wrestling fan in that instance. I'm always proud to be a wrestling fan, but yeah, it's one of those moments where, like, you know, I lived through that and I was a part of it, and I felt, I felt the, uh, the moment. Yeah, it's pretty cool because you look at it now and like everyone has their opinions on Vince and stuff, and like whether what think what you want, but. <clears throat> I'm not comparing the two scenarios, but I you want to say he was one of the first events to come out of the pandemic too, and like hold a, a live. I feel like WrestleMania, the uh, this past Wrestle, not this past WrestleMania, yeah, this past WrestleMania, like to come out of the pandemic, right? Was wasn't that like one of the first big events that was really held, like televised, and, like with a lot of people? Like, so he's kind of he 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 actually said in the documentary, like we're not, or someone said it, we're not uh, cops, we're not firefighters, we're not paramedics, so we can't. Do that we can't go a oh, stone cold said this we can't go save people um but we can entertain people so that's what we're here to do and you kind of bring bring some sort of normality to the situation uh that's given to you and then you kind of run with it so um just a fun fact uh coming out of that and i wasn't aware maybe you guys were uh so the show ended with kurt angle uh getting the, the victory over i think it was rhino but just to end the show with him the the american hero right like that's kurt angle he was i'm assuming he was a bad guy at the time but it's still kind of everyone cheered him and stuff um there was a dark match that wasn't televised uh it was stone cold versus the rock who were both respective champions at the time which i thought was like to give that live crowd or that crowd there that to end off that night with that i thought it was really cool uh you don't you didn't see them one-on-one like often at that 
in 2001. They had their select matches here and there, but it was it was pretty cool to send the, that crowd off with that show. But uh, I mean, you know, it's 20 years since it happened. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I I mean, I think everyone remembers where they were the day of and uh, the moment. And uh, I mean, I mean, like I said before, uh, you just gotta pay your respects and and, and keep going, right? So um, I don't know if noodles you want to chime in. I mean, it's uh, not some. I mean, not really a topic you want to stay on for too long, but like, just you may want to give your piece. And- yes, I mean, listen, it was it was one of the the darkest days of our lives, our, our history, right? So it's it's it was nice to have WWE provide entertainment. We all talk about that, right? In in dark times, we all need hope, right? We all need something to look forward to. We all need something to distract us in a positive way to just make us forget something even for 10 seconds to to give someone a peace of mind to to provide them with hope and something to look forward to Hmm. as you heal and you move forward in life is very important and vince has always done a pretty damn good job with that yeah and we all need it we all need it tommy you want to send us off on the topic do you want to chime in yeah just memory of being in school and i remember i was in shop class and my teacher came in and he goes and he just told us what happened and you know i was six, 16 years old at the time and i was like what the fuck and i was like what the hell does this mean you know and the rest of the day you know it was just somber obviously you go home and nothing else was on and it's just terrible terrible time really sad i mean i personally didn't have anyone affected but my dad had a bunch of clients that passed away unfortunately so yeah. that, that kind of sucked but you know and we said vince you know he was he said they were the first, you know, big assembly of people to be, you know, at an event. So he was like, you know, basically saying, we're not scared. You're not going to scare us away from being what we are, blah, blah, blah. So it was really good to see. It's just, you know, terrible time and 20. can't believe it's been 20 years, man. It just seems yeah. like yesterday. It's crazy. So, you know, just, you know, pray for all the people that unfortunately lost their lives that day. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, it's just that at the end of the day, uh, you look back and like try to remember the 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 coming together as a as a nation, I guess, and then like as seeing through like the wrestling events. It was it, it was a uh, it was an interesting time. So, like I said, pay our respects and uh, and move forward. Um, <clears throat> so on a, on a lighter note, I guess you could say, right? Uh, the fallout from all out, I want to call it. Ooh, Ooh is that a thing? Or, is that, or did you do that? that that's that's really good. Said, I didn't make that. All up. right, all right. That was, really, <laughs> I was actually, I was actually really good. That was, I was like, damn, that was good. Yeah. Um, Give it to us because it was good. I mean, probably one of the better pay per views I've seen in a very long time. Like from top to bottom, I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> baby. Yes, yes, yes. I had, yes. I had a very good time. You did, baby. Yeah. Um, that was all me. <laughs> listen at the end of the day man we know what happened it's been talked about all week um and i i have one question for you guys and you guys can go on a tangent here the end is the infinity gauntlet almost complete <laughs> tony khan has acquired major players major <laughs> major players with more to come it seems mm-hmm. from the rumors and i'll get to those He's gonna have two 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 hands. Yeah, he's gonna need two fucking uh, goldmans. <laughs> um, we got Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan. Oh, be- say, it, say it the right way, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. It's gonna take me a while, like yeah, I did with, yeah, yeah. with the Rusev and It's definitely a big adjustment period. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ruby Soho is. I mean, you could throw her. Oh. She, she was on there. Yeah. Uh, that was big. Just a just a couple of big acquisitions in one pay per view. Like, come on, man, that's fucking wild. That's that's unheard of. And put on top of that, the match quality throughout the night, 
Um, what does this mean for AEW? I don't know. Are they number? Uh, I mean, they're number one now in my eyes. Like a visual, they're number one to me. So, uh, Nikki Noodles, what's up, bud? I mean, <laughs> listen, you got to you got to give your see what. Go ahead, get, take a shot. You got to give. Right. I'm, not, I'm give, not taking any shots. I'm I'm calling it, do right, it. right down the middle. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> please. You are as one sided as, as as one side. You're like be. you're like Nick Pack Nick Patrick was from the NWO, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he did a stellar job during his run there as a referee. I'll he tell did. you that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's funny. <clears throat> but, uh, you can't can't do nothing but uh, to give their their due diligence, man. Just making major moves, major plays, and really trying to change the game. And I tip my hat. The quality of the pay per view was great, though. You have oh to yeah, like, no question, like, no yeah. question. Maybe maybe the Paul White match that wasn't necessary, but yeah. uh, well, okay. they got they got they had that cool to calm the the crowd down a little exactly, bit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, nothing easy, nothing better to do that than QT Marshall on the Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> my hot, my QT that one, Marshall. that one hot take didn't happen for me though. So, Bron, sorry. About no, that. I, I mean that was kind of tough. It would have been tough for it to all come together, but yeah. it's all right. Andrew three, you, you'll uh, never, you'll, you might not ever see something like that again, where they have you know monster debuts like that in one night. Usually they try to I don't know. Sp- I don't know. spread it out and scatter it around, but man, oh man, that was quite impressive. Andrew three. Um, Adam Cole. I mean the main ones. Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, AEW. We I mean we knew DB was going, right? Mm-hmm. Um Cole, we were unsure of, but kind of had an idea, which didn't know when. Uh now that we've been through a few shows, they've both been on the television on Dynamite. Uh what what are your like just overall thoughts? Like how happy are you? Are you happy? Are you relieved oh, that over. they're in a better place? <laughs> I'm over the moon. You know what it is? Like, I was thinking about it today before the show, and I was thinking, like, how do I compare, like, what is going on in both worlds? And I think this is, like, the clear, like, definition of a wrestling company and a sports entertainment company. And I, I really, like, use the two of those as parallels. It's like, okay, we have a legitimate wrestling company that wrestles, and we have a sports entertainment company that provides wrestling. And I think you can really see the, the line between both a little bit where you're like, okay, you get it now, right? You want wrestling. You want to watch the wrestlers be wrestlers as Daniel, as Daniel Bryan would say, you know, when he said in his interview, like it, it's fucking wrestling. Like yeah. that's AEW. Mm-hmm. If you want big theatric spectacles, big moments, that's WWE. So it's like, it, it's nice that like they've kind of defined their roles, even though they are wrestling shows, you know, and I put my air quotes. I know if only three yeah. of you guys can see that. Um, <laughs> just to, I guess, give my reaction, I guess, to, to Cole and Brian, I couldn't have been better done. Mm. Like Adam Cole has had a relationship with the elite, with the young bucks forever. Right. He was a former bullet club member. Yeah. He had that infamous moment with the, with a kiss on the cheek, I guess, many years back. Um, with both, you know, Nick and Matt kissing him on his cheeks, and he was like smiling, like you know, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. What to right there with but, the Bella Twins. <laughs> yeah, like 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 when Nick met the Bella Twins, it was the same smile, you know. And with 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 Brian Danielson kind of coming out and going right to the top, that's where he belongs. He is a wrestler who loves wrestling, mm-hmm. and it's about time that he's able to take the the you know the um the, the shackles off, and he can do what he does best, which is wrestle. And he looks the part. Like when he walked in, the moment didn't seem too big for him. He actually seemed to be able to go up to the moment. Because sometimes debuts, the moment may not be as big as who the person is. It seemed like this was actually on par. If not, he was bigger than the actual moment, which was mm. great. Yeah, it was awesome. 
um it was it was funny like his his the the media scrum afterwards that, that they do uh which i actually like AEW that they do that they have like the, the media scrums after the pay-per-views mm-hmm. it's pretty cool uh he's very he's not going to be the uh not, not and not that I expected it. He's not going to be the the WWE guy that comes and bashes WWE. He was very careful with what he said, how he said it. Um, he still he's a professional. He's a professional. Yeah. yeah, he's a professional, and he clearly there's no hard feelings on either end either. So, yeah, no, no. Um, I saw a report come out that the contracts are very similar uh, in 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 financials for him because they WWE offered him a contract. But WWE can pull off the New Japan stuff, and that's uh, that. When we when we talked about this uh, months ago, that New Japan and WWE were trying to are on the verge of a partnership, they were doing it for Brian. <laughs> it was clear as day, and yeah. the fact that they apparently couldn't pull it off um, is, and that's why he didn't stay. I think he would have. His wife's still there. His yeah. father is. I don't know what your stepfather in law is there. So like. I mean, why not? And the money's there too. So, but he wanted to wrestle, certain, like he wanted to have a wrestling experience. And I guess that's well. Probably. I mean, I think I tried to hit it pretty decent before, yeah. like that he wants to wrestle. Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be in no. sports entertainment right great, now. He wants great, to wrestle. Great take, Jersey. Great yeah. take. And you know what? I and I said this before. Like they never really his matches were never too. Um, I feel like every match, or not every match, yeah, but for the most part, all his matches never really veered away from the wrestling aspect. I think it's that he wanted Wait to wrestle. Wait till you see what he's going to do here. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, but like I'm just saying like <clears throat> I think it's more or less the the roster. He it, I, he couldn't go. They probably wouldn't let him go down to NXT where he would have got a similar experience. But like you kind of you go through the top guys on, on, on the main roster and then after that, it's like a bunch of J-Brones. So like, well, look at the picture you put up this week or I think maybe you or Tommy sent it in the group chat. I'm sure one of the two of you did. When you look at the main roster for Raw, yeah, the main roster for SmackDown, even if you combine both of those rosters, they're not equaling to the amount of, and I'm not saying who's better or not, but just the amount of opportunity yeah. of different superstars. I'm not yeah. saying Roman compared to Kenny, because that's a whole different conversation, but just the amount of potential opportunities that AEW has for their, we'll call it main roster guys. It, it pales in comparison to the number yeah. that WWE has for both shows, which blows my mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you. Yeah, um, and, you can't, you, and you can't have the same feuds over and over again, right? I mean, that's what makes us so deterred by watching their product now. It's the same shit over and over again. Regardless of how good it is, it's just not entertaining because then at yeah. that point, it's, it's totally predictable. Like mm-hmm. Sheamus and McIntyre, every time they wrestle, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But you've seen it 47 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The only, the only, the only guys argument I'll give to that conversation is that AEW hasn't been around as long enough. No, that's the only fair, argument I can fair, give. But, but you know, on the opposite side, guys, right? At the end yes. of the day, these guys want something new, something, something that's exciting for them, and maybe a new challenge. I mean, they've all done it before. Think about what Daniel Bryan's accomplished in WWE. Never happens for guys like him, guys his size and stuff like yeah. that. So for him to be able to go out the way he wants to, I commend that. And oh, he'll absolutely, be, he'll be back too. Um, they always come back. You know yeah. that. I mean, they always not, come back. Not, every, not everyone. Remember. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just keep uh, ongoing. Like Adam Cole, Tommy, I'll go with you for this. I, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about it all out all week, so it's not, it's going to be repetitive. But um, Adam Cole shows up in AEW, right? Rumor, rumors swirling after the fact about his, uh, his potential uh, discussion with Vince leading into the main roster. Um, apparently, 
apparently uh Vince wanted him uh to be a manager on the <laughs> roster. Um and this was for Keith Lee. So <clears throat> as like a like a Leo Rush Bobby Lashley type situation. I mean, I don't know how well that worked out, right? Yeah. So first of all, if that's the case, which has been I want to see confirmed from Cole before I like take it hundred percent serious, but it's it's being reported elsewhere too now. So I'm, it's almost for sure. And I wouldn't put it past Vince anyway. Um, if you're Adam Cole, I think you hear that. And you couldn't put any amount of money in front of me. And I knew I had AEW on the back and I'm going there anyway. I mean, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, all the crazy shit Vince has done with people over the years, that might have been the craziest. I mean, you take one of the biggest stars in wrestling and make him a fucking manager. Are you kidding me, Vince? What the fuck, dude? I mean, come on. You gotta take yeah. you gotta see it. You're gonna take, you know, say Babe Ruth or whatever, just whatever. Oh and you turn him into, you know, you make <laughs> him pretty bold. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, I mean, and and you know, he's gonna be the mouthpiece for Keith Lee. I mean, Keith Lee can talk. I mean, you know, I mean it's just but you know, obviously we haven't seen that up in the main roster because you know it's another one he screwed up, but it's just like you do that to two of the two of the biggest stars in NXT. And do that in the main roster. I mean, that's that's the best creative has, man. That's freaking terrifying. So, yeah. Yeah. but so. <laughs> it's it's honestly it's mind blowing to me. That yeah, that's what they got from. They went down to watch NXT Town. We know that Bruce Pritchard, Vince, yes. whoever else, and that's what they took from Adam Cole. It's like, oh, yeah. you, you should be a mouth. Yeah, the guy was the guy was a champion listen, in the company yeah. for fucking four hundred something days. Didn't yeah, mean listen. anything. Apparently, <laughs> make him a manager. Make him a mouthpiece. <laughs> Adam Adam Cole can talk, brother. Oh yeah, one yeah, of the best. Fucking yeah. They they didn't miss that part. If he was fifty six and like retiring, yeah, thirty two. He's yeah. thirty two fucking years and it's old. Prime. And it's and still it's prime. Yeah. It, it, you're either old to manage to me in, in wrestling. You're either old as shit, but you're a phenomenal talker, or your legs are broken and you can't physically wrestle. Those are the only time that conversation should ever come up for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So like, kind of, this is all like very very relative topics here, and I'm just gonna go hand in hand with you guys. Um, like to to make matters worse for WWE, Mick Foley comes out with a fucking blasted him, and it blasted was, a video. Uh, it makes so much sense. And like, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Mick. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't watched it yet, uh, just search Mick Foley. WWE has a problem video. Yeah. You'll find it. And I'm sure everyone else I loved every bit of it too. Yeah, great. Um, the fact I think we needed someone like him, who's on a legends contract with WWE to be uh, honest and tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Someone, someone, needs, <laughs> someone needs to say something and uh, we can only say so much as fans. Right. And they're not listening. So it doesn't matter. Um, but basically said that WWE has a problem and it's the issue of like guys like Adam Cole, seeing what they're doing to guys from NXT, which we hint about every week uh, on the main roster. And it's not a good thing. It's a problem for sure. So, uh, Shout out to Mick Foley for being the voice of the voiceless, if you could say. And Booker T for agreeing. Booker with T came out. Booker yeah. T too, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's a big deal. It's that. I mean, like, listen, there's shills and like people that are under the under the WWE umbrella. But when you get guys like legends, Hall of Famers, like Mick Foley and and Booker T, who work basically, Mick doesn't really work for WWE, but like he he shows up. Booker is on pre-shows. He's um, the ultimate company man, Booker T. Too. Yeah, dude. Like, so it's wow. a big, that's a big yeah. deal, man. And uh, hopefully, they see that and not get pissed and <laughs> throw a hissy fit, but like kind of realize, wait, these guys are saying something. Maybe we are doing something wrong. But 
Well, the, at least they're, they're sticking up for the talent in the locker room because I'm sure all most of those guys want to say the same shit and feel the same way. But you know, their hands are tied. They don't want to get fucking yeah. released or whatever the case yeah. may be. Yeah. I mean, some of them might. But when your contract's kind of kind of coming to a close, you just move on and go do your own thing. Yeah, and like he he did go individually like on carrying Cross's character too. It's like I don't know, I don't know if he had to do that. Like I think I think we got the point. But like now, how do you feel if you're carrying Cross? Like unless you just agree, he knows it. He, he's yeah, just like, going about his business. You don't want to you don't want to hear that. Like, and I know he said it wasn't really Cross's fault, but like he's still it's still his gimmicks. I don't know. I maybe would have avoided that part, but that's about it. Cross um, can fix it though. He's got time to fix it. Yeah. More, more people that blast it, I think, there's a better shot at them. Maybe. I mean, I guess you can say yes. Time. It. You can say yes. Time to fix it. But I mean, first impressions are everything, man. The reason why we fall in love with some of these people, like Adam Cole, is because he came out at NXT Takeover and he made a statement. He super kicked Drew McIntyre in the face. I'll remember that like it was yesterday. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. like that moment. We we'll were there, weren't we? No, I wasn't. Um, I, I, I wish I was. You may have been. I wasn't. Um, but I remember that. You know, you remember those big moments. We'll never forget carrying Cross's debut. He lost to Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's... And he was NXT champion, and he lost to Jeff Hardy. And now Jeff so, Hardy 24-7. Who, who, who hasn't won a match in who knows how long. So when when you say there is time, you can't, you can't redo your first impression, unfortunately. And luckily, Adam Cole didn't have a first impression on the main round. Oh, no, he did. He was up there for a minute. Uh, he did. And he had a great first impression great. because he was yeah. running the show, yeah. which is what they should have done with him. But yep. you know what? Better off. Go be with your boys. Go work for the wrestling company so you can actually wrestle. Yeah. You're 32 years young. Go be with your, your smoking hot girl, oh, uh, DMD, and go enjoy yourself. And you tell that sh- you tell Tony Schiavone, that nerd. Get out of the ring, nerd. That was great. Oh, that. that was awesome. I loved it. Uh, I liked how when uh, when Cole made his debut, um, he came out and he said, there's no chance in hell. I don't know if that was even like a, a slight shot or just he just was saying it, but I thought it was great. It made sense. Um, two more off, the, off out, of the, out of the ring topics here. Uh, Kevin Owens, speaking of AEW and Infinity Gauntlet, right? Um, mm-hmm. His contract's up. In uh, January 2022. Very soon. <laughs> and he's throwing out hints left and right on social media. Um, if you haven't seen his Twitter, uh, his lo- Twitter location says almost there. Mm. The Young Bucks <clears throat> location <clears throat> says there. <clears throat> so, well, do the math. Um, he also put out uh, coordinates to Mount Rushmore. If you know prior history, Kevin Owens, Adam Cole, Young Bucks were the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling PWG. Another hint. Um, they are friends. <clears throat> KO is not on TV anymore. He's feuding with Logan Paul. Um, it's it's the writings on the wall, people. KO yeah. will will be all lead very soon, and yep. we should all be happy. Um, just another thing, Bray Wyatt's contract apparently is getting cut early. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to end the end of October. Uh, there's rumors swirling that he may show up on Dynamite in September. Um, so get ready for that one. Another infinity going stone. We'll talk when the time comes, but I just wanted to throw, throw the, the, the good juju out there for us as wrestling fans. And, uh, on, on, a, on a good note for WWE, I don't know how it's possible, <laughs> but it's there. Um, very, very, uh, in between, <laughs> uh, Olympic gold medals, Gable Stevenson officially signed with WWE this past week. Um, on an, on an interesting contract. Uh, it's new for like college athletes. It's called the NIL contract 
where they where they're able to sign somewhere and finish uh their prior obligations of like college and stuff like that so that, that was pretty cool that WWE let that happen um clearly they have high hopes for him uh for the future he came out and said i'm not the next kurt angle i'm the next gable stevenson so i mean obviously it's an easy given but i'm excited to see what they do with him uh his brother's training in the performance center which is pretty cool um i don't know if they address that down the road but um, it just sucks for uh for Chad Gable because now he has to go back to Shorty G because you can't be you can't have two Gables in the com- in, in the company. So uh I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Shorty G. <laughs> shout out to Shorty G, man. I missed that guy. <laughs> um the week of wrestling. <clears throat> what do we got here? Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> Tag team turmoil kind of took over the show. I thought it was pretty cool. Um Tommy just uh mm-hmm. It was. It's one of those things that, like, I don't know if I agree with it, but Bobby Lashley and an MVP went in it. Uh, yeah, now we, cool. now we mm-hmm. get Bobby and Bobby versus Orton, which apparently I moved to Monday Night Raw. I don't know if you guys saw that last night. It's not. It was supposed to happen in Extreme Rules, but Orton versus Lashley is happening on Raw now. So you know something's probably gonna happen in this match, and they'll probably go back to Extreme Rules. Like, and maybe an Extreme match. Who knows? Yeah. Well, maybe you would, you would hope. I mean. <laughs> Um, so that's that. I think we might. I mean, this is kind of off off topic, but like, what if Big E cashes in on Monday? Mm-hmm. What if that's what if that's the story they go with? Um, I kind of just want to run through some things here, just because I want to get to certain certain points. But uh, Alexa is officially the next uh, uh, challenger for Charlotte. Um, NJ three, are we cool with this? Are we? Are, oh, I, absolutely. I, I like the presentation they gave us on on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I was hoping when Rhea was still the champion, Alexa and Charlotte would have had a feud because that would have been a cool way to keep Charlotte a little bit out of the main, the main, you know, spotlight a little bit. And I don't think it would have hurt her if she would have lost to Alexa because it's Alexa Bliss, right? Um, And we know Charlotte is ultimately always going to be the winner in the long term, but it would have been a really good feud for for Alexa. She could have really played a lot into the mind games because you can see that she has like a little bit of the fiend tendencies in her, but it's definitely very, in my opinion, very veered away from you know, Firefly Fun Funhouse and all that kind of stuff. It's very different. Yeah. Right. It's it's like very playground. Lily's like this, I guess, possessed doll kind of thing. I don't know what I would consider. I don't know what you you and Tommy would consider that like in the horror genre. Like what the comparison would be to like that type of character. Or Anna. there is a character. Annabelle. Anna. Anna. Yeah. Annabelle. So maybe that's the inspiration. I I don't know. I'm not familiar with Annabelle or The Conjuring or whatever that stuff is. Um, but. I think Alexa Charlotte is, is the way to go. And I guess you're putting the title around, which is fine. I just thought this should have happened before Rhea, but I'm okay with it now. Um, you know, I'm happy with it. I think we're actually going to get some good matches. Yeah, I'm excited. It's better than uh, anything's better than Naya, right? <laughs> um, I think, uh, think Shane is going to. You want to touch on that, Juris, at all? <laughs> uh, I'm good. <laughs> He gave, he gave his piece last week. Um, horrible, horrible. Um, sticking with the main roster, just because we're here. Uh, Nikki Noodles last night on SmackDown. Was, it was actually, uh, I know it was at the Garden and Madison Square Garden. So they, they always were, a special, special event yeah. there, right? But and I think uh, NJ Three had said in the group chat, like this should how this is how they should address every show. Yeah, it shouldn't be like this just because it's in the Garden. I agree. Um, from, but from top to bottom, I mean, an overall very fun show. Uh, some big moments. Uh, your boy's back. Otis, he's back on TV. Uh, Brock, Brock Lesnar's back. 
Uh, the, beast, the beast is back. He's back. And I thought, I mean, if you caught it, that that interaction he had with Paul and Ron. Oh, it was so good. Was good stuff. Fantastic. They're playing that perfectly. I mean, they do, do they do do some things right every once in a while. Not a yeah. lot, but when they do, yeah. it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, but it's involving like the two. It's these players. Of course, they, it's hard. It's hard, it's hard to, yeah, it's true. It's, it, they won't screw it up. No. <laughs> Uh, but to see Brock out on the mic, man, I, it's it's a weird thing. It's weird, dude. Uh, when he started, when he started the five second, the five second countdown was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was cool. It was really cool, but it was like just different. We're not used to it, so yeah. I, somehow because because his, 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 the voice doesn't match the body with the physique, you know. What yeah. I, mean? <laughs> uh, I feel like this. Uh, he challenged Roman. Uh, he didn't say when or where. They didn't accept, obviously, but uh, I'm assuming this will happen in Survivor Series, as we've been saying. Um, he's got bra. He's got uh, Finn at Extreme Rules. I'm not sure what's in October, but they'll hold over that. Um, but we got the demon at the end of the night too. Finn came back. It's it's a lot of a lot of Roman. I agree with you, Juris. I like your head shake there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, kind of agreeing. Not good. Not good. The reason why I say it's not good is this: um, Demon Finn is great. Right. The issue is you have Brock Lesnar looming now in in the in the in the uh, in the future. So you know for a fact. Roman Reigns, whether it's Demon Finn or regular Finn or Prince Finn or whomever Finn, he's going to lose. The problem is we've never seen the Demon lose. Yes. You will see the Demon lose or maybe you're going to have to protect the Demon, right? They've done this all these years leading up until, you know, Finn got back, went to NXT. He was no Demon down there. He reinvented himself. What are you going to – are you going to really going to – are you going to pin the Demon? Mm-hmm. I think you have to have Roman almost cost himself the match. Or have somehow some inner because you, if you pin the demon, then it loses it loses the aura of why the demon is the demon, and I think they shot their sh- they shot their shot a little too early. They, Michael Cole was alluding to it on the on the commentary yesterday that when Finn is pushed, he his his character changes, his persona changes, he becomes this different person. He didn't lose to Roman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he didn't get like that. Like I don't know. In my opinion, he didn't get like that. Like that loss where it would drive him nuts and cause him to turn to the demon. I think they could have saved that. I think they're rushing this feud where it could have been, it definitely could have been bigger. But now that they have Brock, they're trying to do all this stuff and now they have their teasing Big E. So it's good to show that Roman's got the target on his back, but I just think that you got to be very careful how you're going to book this at Extreme Rules. They're rushing everything because they're panicking, I think. They won't admit it, but they're panicking. It is, absolutely. Um, I th- and I'm, you can correct my me. My two cents, just my opinion. I, no, I agree with you. I um, agree. Huh? Absolutely, I think the demon has lost before in NXT, though. Really? Are you sure? To Joe, maybe. I thought he, I thought he lost to Joe his last match when Joe won and sent Finn up to the main yeah. roster. Yeah, I think that's I, when he lost. But yeah. we don't look at that I like. Yeah. And, I mean, like it was. <sighs> they don't pay attention to NXT. Obviously, we yeah. know that. Yeah, no, yeah, none of that matters. Yeah. What, yeah. what you've done in NXT is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, oh. even even for us though, it's like that didn't that wasn't the first thought that popped in my head. I just don't think. Finn should be set up like this in a. Okay, I, I remember that. Now I remember it. I yeah. thought they wrestled. It was once in the cage before. match. I thought it was, it was a cage too, match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember they wrestled once before, and Finn went over. Oh, we were we were there in Brooklyn. That was KO. Yeah. That, that was KO. Yeah. Oh, in the ladder match. Yeah. The ladder match. Yeah. Okay. But it, that, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's no here nor there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's still you yeah. when you when you. It, it's just really interesting, and I know Brock was a, a rush. I bet you he wasn't going to come back until after Extreme Rules originally, but they they got scared with yep. what was happening in AEW with Punk. Uh, they they were floundering. I was like, "What do we do? What do we do? Bring back Brock now!" <clears throat> now, I I like the idea of Brock being here, but it's just like you you're almost setting it Finn up for failure, 
Like we know, <laughs> we know the outcome, even though we would have known the outcome anyway. I wouldn't have believed. I'm not. Maybe I don't know. I don't think Demon would have. Demon Finn would have been the guy, but it could have been fun to like think about it, right? But now we know Brock's lingering. Well, we're, we're just. Well, I mean, listen. If we're just assuming that Finn Finn's going to get pinned, right? I mean, if they do what Jersey said, and I think we'd all agree, if they protect him properly, you can still salvage it, right? You can still put on a good show and salvage that as you go to your next your next venture. Or but, you know, if they do pin Finn as a demon, though, with uh, a company that lacks unique characters, that lacks something special and unique, to flush it down the toilet for somebody that doesn't need any help in anything. Yeah. would be a really costly mistake because they lack creativity and they lack anything special and brand new. And they clearly can't come up with anything special to throw it down the toilet. Now would be a real waste in a rushed segment on top of it. Or you could do this, give one of the extreme uh, rules matches, some sort of stipulation. Cause right there now they go. don't have any Yeah, make this a stipulation match. And you know what? It's so it's easy to say and it's fantasy booking, but like have, a schmaz finish where Finn doesn't get fucking he gets screwed or something like that and then have that go off there like there's plenty of guys that I see uh, on social media that are signed to the company that look like they could fit within the bloodline right so like there's dudes left and right they just signed the Uso's brother down there so make something happen rush that call bring him up have him fuck over Finn and then work off that like have Finn feud with like one of those guys I don't know like there's a way around where Finn doesn't get pinned and look just have Finn just since there's no no rules, just right? Use, exactly. Yeah, just use the Usos. I'm just saying, like, I'm giving an idea. Like, they no, help Finn, like the idea. Uh, they help Roman win win the match, or I'm sorry, like disqualification, and then Brock comes out and smashes everybody. It's very simple. Send everybody home happy. Hmm. Yeah, there's ways around it where they well, don't have bad. That's not bad. Yeah, there's ways around they don't have to make Finn look bad. So hopefully they do the right thing. Especially now that what what Finn's done to himself now and with his. I guess resurgence, right? For a while, he looked like a dead character for a long time until he went back to NXT. And now I really like Finn again, and I want to see Finn. I don't want to see mm. him go back down that other road. I yeah, think Jersey no. would agree with that as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, for sure. No, I thought SmackDown was absolutely fantastic last night. The only thing I'd say was missing from it was just a women's match. Yeah, I agree. You want, you want you know, to talk about I, that real quick? Yeah, or no? yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, you open up the show. It was probably the hottest open that they've had on SmackDown in about ten years. No doubt about it. That was an open to remember. That finish was special. That was a moment. The contract signing with with Becky and Bianca felt big. If you didn't think Becky was a heel, she's a heel. Oh yeah, she did a great job at it. Yep. The only match that I thought was just capitalized on the hot crowd was that ten man tag because it's just easy to capitalize on it. You sure. had Biggie go over. Not everyone got enough time because of how long the segments were. I just think that what could have happened is maybe we could have could have had like at least a, an eight minute women's match just to give them a little something, right? We've been begging for Liv Morgan, begging for her. Mm -hmm. She would have gotten the pop in that crowd yep. Yep. because a New York crowd is a wrestling crowd, and what we love as a wrestling crowd being New Yorkers, the four of us, well, the three of us, and maybe Nick. Um, he's a Queens boy, um, so. You give us Liv Morgan for five to six minutes, even in a slight squash, but just a little bit with just somebody, it would have got it like a really nice pop. It would just kind of put that show like that full show together. But, you know, I think besides that, I was I really thought SmackDown last night was probably the best SmackDown we've had in, in uh, no. recent memory. Uh, no, so you can't just you can't just have a special show like 
once uh you know no but you should be able months, to treat like know? like what was so or, let me ask you a question right what was so besides brock lesnar what was so out of the ordinary that smackdown can't do on a regular basis i Maybe agree it so it's not that Roman, difficult i don't Becky, think it's Bianca, i really don't biggie some of the great girls that we have like there was nothing out of the ordinary it was solid storylines pushing stories further and solid wrestling and solid wrestling <laughs> it was the weirdest concept <laughs> it worked Crazy, it now well shout out to your boy trey young by the way um i'll show you i'll show you big trey young guy you want to see what he did to ray mysterio was bad which i see what it do to you next time i see you <laughs> me and trey young wear the same hair oh yeah you probably do and I'll, I'll wear my Kemba walker jersey when i uh when i put the beat down <laughs> I'm just saying that's where like you see Raw and SmackDown are in different. Dude, well done, well, well capitalizing yeah. on Trey Young in the Garden. That was yeah. super smart. I Fun. wish a Nick would have showed up though. That would have been cool. I, know. You know, I don't care who, just someone. Yeah. What's funny is they were they were literally there two days prior. That's like, what they, it they, yeah. they were there two days prior. So I, why couldn't you have like you know RJ Julius Randall suplex yeah. Trey Young exactly or something? <laughs> I mean, clothesline, anything, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's it's funny. Fox gets Trey Young an actual <laughs> heel within the building, and then Raw gets. SmackDown USA. I mean, uh, Logan Paul. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, just a huge difference. Um, but just I wanted to bring up because it's been being talked about on on social media. But uh, Zelina Vega was supposed to wrestle last night, and if you didn't know, her dad passed away in 9/11, and that was like a big deal for her to wrestle in the Garden. And oh, her match shit. got cut, so like, that was really fucked up. Yeah. Like, her posts on Twitter all day were about him, and then. She was like so excited. She was in her gear, and then all all she wrote was "Never mind," and that yeah. was it. I was like, "Damn, dude, Damn. that's bad." I, I, yeah. I saw something earlier today. She was she was actually speaking down at um, uh, where the tower the towers are. Yeah, no, she they was, had yeah. like a press conference, and she was there. Yeah, they did things so. even before the event. Like, they, it's not like they didn't acknowledge WWE didn't acknowledge everything with her because they were doing stuff off air. She was with like Stephanie and like uh, other people doing a thing for before SmackDown, but it's still like. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's the, the someone said like card subject to change, right? Anything could happen, but like it's like you don't want to see that, man. Like you I know, know but bad. like I'm I'm sorry, it's it's not excusable. Like you could have gave her a five minute moment, right? They do exactly. squash matches nonstop. Yeah, she could have yeah. even give lost. It wouldn't even matter. Bro, she have to her win. Something it bullshit. Could, it could have been her yeah. versus Liv, like Jersey said. Five minutes out there, boom, 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 and call it a day. Didn't yeah. have to be anything. Just let her get her go out in front of the crowd in the garden where she's from you know, on a, the day before. You know what I mean? Just like, come on, man. Some, some of the things they do just seems like so blatantly disrespectful, bro. And that's what really makes me mad. Cause like, there's like no care in there. Yeah. Like it seems like at least like AEW, you feel like they give a shit about their people. Yeah. Dude, how no. they handle I, 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 I understand, I understand business was... is cutthroat. Like I understand a lot of business is cutthroat, but there's a fine line between doing the right thing because if it was somebody else, right, they would have took care of them. You feel like, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying, and, and I don't. I know it's been, you know, you know, AW still very new, but the way they handled Brody Lee's passing, and I don't want to get into oh, that because I know we've been yeah. very. It's been like a somberish show a little bit, yeah. but the way they handled Brody Lee's passing and how they honored him and 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 how they continue to pay respect to him, they do it every week. They always open the show. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means? Like, it's just they it's real different, class, man. real different. first class. Yep. I'm with you, Nick. It was it was that was just you couldn't give, give Zelina five minutes. Yeah. You could have found five minutes in the show, and she could have rolled somebody up. Bro, you could have literally had a. Moving. I agree. Yeah, I agree. you could have. You could have literally did a, a just a tag match. Yeah, yeah. No, especially knowing just how much that moment would have meant to her. You know, what I mean, regardless of the issues you may have had with her and firing her, this that and the other, 
whatever, you can still do the right thing and salvage your relationship and do something the right way. And that's uh, to me is just very unfortunate. And, and, and it's just like a microcosm of how they handle their business over the last two years. And this this moment won't happen again. It's twenty no. year twenty yeah. years yeah. at the garden. They don't. They never go to the garden anymore. Yeah. It's going to be the next time. It's, it may be twenty fifth year <clears throat> at Barclays. It still will be special, but it's not going to be the garden, man. It'll exactly. be in New York City on on the twentieth anniversary of yeah. you know like you, something that you could have. Tri- that was something she probably looked forward to as a tribute to her father forever, and yeah. was taken away from her, and that's wrong. I bet you once she heard like they're going to the garden, she came back like she probably amped up. I mean, it's just a shitty situation. Um, right away, like everyone's gonna go for Vince's head. I don't know where it comes from. Like who, who, who? Nick, like it, is he at Gorilla saying cut these two matches? Because apparently it was two girls matches that got cut. I think. Um, and is he the one cutting matches, or is, is he give that responsibility to someone else that's like on time and like Bruce Pritchard, whoever else is running the show? I don't know. It's like we don't know, but it's still it's a shitty situation, man. Um, so we we talked a lot in the beginning. I, I want kind of want to just hit on one point for AEW, and I know because we talked a lot about AEW in the beginning, but uh, Dynamite happened. Um, we talked about D- Daniel Bryan going right for Kenny, which I think we could all agree with is a right move. I don't think it's too too quick. Maybe Noodles has a disagreement, but he can go suck it. Um, one thing. I, I think the best should always go right to the top, but that's yeah. just my, my, my thing. <laughs> so just the one question I have, though, um, Tommy, I'll go to you on this one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Punk, CM Punk, right? I didn't honestly, I didn't put in my head how I wanted to fantasy book him in AEW. Uh, I liked the match with Darby was great at, at all out. Uh, it seems that he may he had some interaction with Team Tess. Now Noodles hinted at like don't just throw him in there with a bunch of mid carders, but I mean, what is Team Tess right at this point? Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't know. Um, I love the I love the the back and forth of him and Taz. That's great. That was cool. Yeah. But are we? Do you is, is Punk like second matchup is Punk versus Powerhouse Hops something you want to see or versus Ricky Stark? I mean, I don't know. It'll be a good match. He, I, we know we can go, but is that something like, is that the place you want to see him at? I mean, it wasn't what I envisioned him doing for a second, you know, a little run or a few, whatever you want to call it, you know, an AEW, but who knows? Maybe he wants to work with these guys, you know, maybe, maybe see something in them and maybe, you know, maybe it's his call. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I mean, especially with all the guys they got there now, I mean, he could have gone with so many more people. I mean, maybe he could have yeah. kept going with Darby or, someone or whatever but to go against team Taz, like you said these guys are they got mid as mjf said mid in yeah. there now that's what they're gonna be probably for the rest of their careers unfortunately but i mean like i said maybe you wanted to do something with them who knows but like you said the stuff with taz was awesome i love the back and forth and great. you know when when uh Punk was like yo don't interrupt me again oh man it was just so good and all that kind of stuff so we'll see what happens but as long as he doesn't go against hook for god's sakes and i'll i'll be i'll be really pissed off about that but you know we'll see, what he, goes. We'll see what he goes against hop see what happens with it i'm a hook guy bro yeah you, you, you got a problem with hook yeah. he looks pretty big by the way he looks pretty big yeah he's bigger than noodles oh, oh that's not hard to do <laughs> um yeah, I think, like you said, he, maybe just people he wants to go against. I don't know. There was a, actually just to stick with Team Taz real quick, kind of. But uh, Brian Cage, right? You know, he's married to, I forget her name, but his wife's in the wrestling business. Mar- Marissa, Mar- uh, Melissa Santos, some of that, whatever. I like that, yeah. Um, she tweeted out a video 
saying AEW is misusing Brian Cage, and the people had thoughts about that. I was like, oh boy, we're we're getting this because like th- like we've we've hinted at it. I mean, as wrestling fans, we shouldn't be upset that like AEW is grabbing everybody because yeah. they're getting all like the good guys. But like as a company, how many people can you get? And like how many? Yeah. Not everyone's a main eventer, right? And yeah. so there's already I don't know how Cage feels about that, but. He's, he might be the first one to break out the WWE, you know. Right? Hey, um, listen, that would be that would be something. That'd be kind of funny yeah. to see the the reverse. He, yeah, he, he, he certainly fits the bill. But you know, you know, you know he looks why the he, part, but he's just yeah. terrible on the mic. I'm sorry, there's just That's no personality is, yeah. about him, and there's just you. I don't gravitate towards him on the mic. Like I just see him as like a, a big specimen, but that's yeah. it. We should give him Adam Cole as a mouthpiece. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would. You know why oh, yeah, you, we could do that? You know the reason why he's never been in WWE, right? Uh, no, I, mean, I want to say, I don't know if this is factual, but I think him and Scott Steiner are friends. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know much, but just looking at the guy, you see I hope the, he doesn't. I hope they didn't teach him math. You know what I mean? That would be pretty bad. <laughs> uh, we're going to end off here. And I know we, we've rambled a lot about stuff. Um, Can we just acknowledge one thing? MJF is that that heat promo that he oh, cut. God was one of the most fire promos that I've seen done in probably the last 20 years. You don't Dude, ever hear a yeah. wrestler go at people like that in yeah. the in the stands, bringing up shit. <laughs> you should have been aborted. Like, oh. your mom should have swallowed. Like, that was, yeah. wow. Yeah. I just want to acknowledge, holy I'm shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have done yeah. it too. But the best- I'm sorry, but I didn't want to cut no, the you're good, man. I, just, I, I had to put that out there. Like, I was, are you kidding me? Like, I knew Nick was probably sitting there like, Ooh, this is good. That's that's my that's my shit, dude. I love that stuff. Oh, of course it is. You're the worst guy that I know. You probably wrote down all those words. You're like, all right, cool. When Joey says this, I'm gonna say this. When Nick Jersey says this, I'm gonna say this. MJF, and we knew this already. The best heel in the biz, bro. Not even close. Because he's pissing people off on a serious level. People aren't happy, obviously, with what he said. Um, especially the abortion thing. Let's not go there, but I'm saying it's a, a tough time for that one. You bring yeah, out, you bring yeah. that stuff up, and people <laughs> yeah. don't get happy about it. Um, listen, man, he went he went on a rail, and I loved it, dude. That was great. And what, what's not to love, man? To be honest, seriously, yeah. like, right? You're talking about the definition of getting the heat, bro. And oh, that dude is a fucking inferno. That was nuclear. <laughs> and we and we Tommy brought up in the in the chat the the constant teasing of him and Wardlow eventually splitting too. Love that too, man. Good. That's that's a future main event. Him, uh, How good did Wardlow look? He looked oh, handsome, right? God, he's a stud. Shout out to Wardlow. Shout out to Wardlow. God damn it. Um, God, I love AEW right now. Can't, can't say it enough, man. I know. You've been fucking six to midnight since the pay-per-view. <laughs> it's like, As he should be. Yeah, I have like <laughs> a quality. I think I have Blue Chew and an IV fucking pumping into me right now. Um, all right, so NXT. All right? One, one final question. Mm-hmm. Black and gold is gone, boys. It's over. Um, we're all on we're all NXT guys. I'm not going to talk about the show. I'm talking about one question. Under the black and gold brand, we'll go in order here. Nikki Noodles, what was your favorite NXT moment? God, the I mean, how could it not be the first takeover that we were at mm. that night? Right, it was the biggest one right at that point. I think that was the second takeover, but like the first one. No, the first one where, it may have been more than that. And, and there was a no, bunch like, of takeovers prior. The big, the first one in the actual arena, like a big arena. Right, like they the sold out one. an arena. You know what I mean? Like, so they, they weren't the just know, little, We're NXT Brooklyn one. NXT Brooklyn. One. My apologies. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to see, you know, they started out as a developmental brand. Jersey was the first one on on the boat, and what they became that night 
and may, they were just they weren't just a just a developmental league anymore. They were a prime time player, man. The, 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 to me, still to this day, is the best wrestling on the planet up until obviously the rainbow colored new logo and all that stuff. But yeah, just being there for that first one, and, and it wasn't they weren't little kids anymore. It was it was prime time stuff. All right, respect. That's, that's where I'm at. All right, bad news. Uh, you can say if you don't have one, um, and that's kind of a, a loaded question, but uh, under, under the black and gold NXT, uh, some of your favorite moments. I mean, you got to go with Bailey Sasha. I mean, right there, that match. I mean, just probably one of the greatest women's wrestling matches ever. I mean, it was so freaking good. And, and I mean, it's just so, I mean, Cole's debut, obviously, you know, the whole undisputed, like their run they had down there, you know, win all the titles and everything was just, so good, man. And it just sucks that it's coming to an end. I mean, I'll, I'm, you know, hope optimistic, you know, cautiously optimistic about what they're going to do with this. But I mean, it's not going to be the same, obviously. So we'll see what happens with it. Well, yeah. If you saw last night before I get to NJ3, uh, they, they've been throwing this promo out September 14th with the color, with the paint and all this new stuff. Now, unless I'm, unless I missed it throughout the week, last night they dropped it's 2.0. Oh, so they're labeling it 2.0. Um, uh. Yeah, which is, I mean, I'm worried. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, I don't like two pointos, man. I'm not a fan <laughs> of like that. That whole. Uh, it, it feels like you're getting kicked in the dick right now. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yep. So we'll see what happens. NJ three. Uh, we've said it multiple times. You are the NXT guy, uh, from the beginning, even before it was on TV. You found it on online illegally. We'll say it here. It's great. It was I love great. it. Come for me. Come for me. <laughs> you saw. I got, you saw, I got a VPN. <laughs> you saw Rollins, <laughs> Rollins become right the first NXT champion. Yeah, Rollins. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Who, who did he with the multicolored Jinder? hair? Jinder Mahal. Yeah, Jinder uh, Mahal. That's right. You saw Bo Dallas become NXT champion. Oh. I saw Sami Zayn and Cesaro do some of the most fantastic wrestling I've ever seen. Two out of three. I mean, two out, Yeah, man. I saw it all. I saw Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt before he was on the on the main roster. Damn. So Lucky it was you. it was sexy. Yeah, it was I mean, Tom alluded to some big moments, obviously, you know, Joe, you and I and Nick were there and uh, my best buddy, Louie, the uh, superior Galeota, were actually in the stands <laughs> to watch Bailey and Sasha do something that I don't think I've ever seen done before, which is probably the best wrestling match I've ever seen in person um, in the crowd. Absolutely. That moment the was, that was, moment was real. That moment was so right. special. Um, and I felt so great to be a part of it. Uh, Tom alluded to Adam Cole's debut. I mean, we can say someone like Keith Lee. You never think you'd see Keith Lee, his person debut in in anything wwe because he's not the prototypical wwe guy but he's the prototypical nxt guy at the time yeah, exactly so, you know there's just a lot of great moments to kind of relive i mean you know what just makes me a little bit nervous is i i know i get what they're trying to do with this 2.0 thing if you looked at some of the i guess promo images of like the stands they're trying to make it bigger yeah right they're trying to treat like a spectacle as they should nxt deserves to have some fans in the stands the way they've handled the cwc with some of the 50 people in there they didn't fill it like they used to fill um the uh, full sale university mm -hmm. full sale was full yeah sale. no pun intended <laughs> um and and cwc i know with the pandemic and now post pandemic i know people were in the mask but those aren't full fans in there you're not getting the same energy in the in that arena as you were getting when full sale was was doing the shows if you give me a little bit more energy you make it a little bit bigger but don't make it main roster i have a little bit of faith yeah. Because if you look at NXT's final black and gold show, I guess if you want to allude to it, this past week's final black and gold show, it was a good show. Yeah. You know, like the tag matches were good matches. The moments were good matches. Santos and and um 
and Carmelo Hayes was a good match. Like it was a good show. It was, it wasn't a big show because a lot of the names aren't those names that we've been used to. But again, you're building some more of the future names. MSK is a name that we, as, as big wrestling fans that we know is a name that we know, but it's not the undisputed error. It's not some of the other name, you know, the gold mines, um, the whatchamacallit brothers, who were they again? I'm sorry. The, oh, the Creed brothers, you know, again, they weren't wrestling savants, but they, they serve their purpose and they, they show what they're supposed to be doing. So all in all, it was a good show. I mean, they had the funny moments with the, with the, um, with the bachelor and bachelorette parties. So I'm like, like Tommy said, I'm cautiously optimistic because I think I'd like to see them treat NXT a little bit bigger than they've treated it. Because I don't like I don't like the fans how they've been with this with with the, what they've done. It yeah. doesn't make the show feel important to me. Yeah, you need the fans to bring the moments together. Maybe that was this 2.0 will help us do is put more you know more butts in the seats and actually treat it like an actual big event. I like that. I like that idea, and I think uh, I think you're on point there. And again, as long as we still get the same um, quality of matches going forward. I think we'll, we'll be happy. It's get, getting used to the new look. I think we've been so accustomed to the black and gold, right? They, they really pushed that as a narrative from NXT. Like we are, like we are NXT, the black and gold brand, like yeah. they, they push that. So it's like somewhere used to, it's like, imagine, I know I'm not saying comparing NXT to raw, but like imagine raw changed to like purple and silver. Like that would be weird, man. It's just weird to see yeah. like NXT, something we're so used to uh, as that, that, that look is going to change and something we'll get used to, but I just don't want the product to change because the product's still good. Well, you, you, you knew the product he got with, with black and gold, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's what hurts the most. You know, it's like, you just see every time they try to change something, they, they take away from it's what made it special in the first place. And yeah. the wrestling wrestling was what they brought better than everybody else. Yeah. Here. And uh, just, to, I'll give my, uh, my moments here. I mean, I think we, like, NXT Brooklyn obviously is a special place in my heart. Like Bailey, Sasha, you, Tom said one of the best women's matches of all time. Jersey said the best match seen in person. It's my favorite match ever. Like mm-hmm. I surpassed everything. Like, f- I mean, as a being able to soak that match in as an adult, as opposed to like Hogan versus Warrior when I was a child. Yeah, a child, yeah. Like, I mean, that moment, just especially being there, maybe a little biased because I was there in person, but even watching it back on TV, that crowd. Being a part of that crowd was fucking special. And if people like that's a match I recommend to people that say, what matches would you recommend to people outside that don't watch wrestling? Well, obviously, the obvious ones like Rock Hogan, Warrior uh, Hogan, Austin, whoever. But then like Bailey Sasha's with that, too, man. That's a part of that yeah. list now. So that moment really is a special. That's a given. You guys all said brought up uh, NXT Brooklyn. Um, I got to go with like DIY versus uh, the Revival versus AOP. Like that match really. F- I that love was, that match. That was man. cool. Um, the, even like the heat, like the the shock value, like heel turns when Ciampa turned on Gargano. Great moment. Uh, what um, a great feud, period. Uh, yeah, yeah, the food, the food in general. Yep. When like even like something little like when Alistair won the belt because like who saw like Alistair Black and saw him as a fucking heavyweight champion? I did it. Like I loved him, but like I never pictured him as like a guy they would put the belt on. And I thought that was a great moment for him. Dude, Velveteen Dream was a special person. I want to drop yeah. that in there too, real quick. Just because him and Alistair was a great match because he brought up Alistair. Yeah, and I think another one that sticks out, and uh, I'll end up with this. I think is Lars Sullivan's debut in NXT. You, you done, <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Episode seventy-one of the Wrestling Journal podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz. Stay safe. Watch for it. No, I'm just kidding. Go, Joe. Don't but, uh, ever bring that up. By I, the way, uh, I found that picture in my basement after my little flood. I broke 
the frame in front of Rose. He's like, oh my God, why'd you do that? I said, there's a reason why I did this. This guy I thought you were going to say that was, that was the only thing that survived. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> that was the first thing that I threw out before anything else was that picture That's and funny. that frame. You should have burned it. I made a video. Um, it felt good to just punch it. That's oh, fine. Good. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of special moments from NXT. I, I hope to see more in the future. I think we have a, it's like a new like 2.0, they're saying, is good in the sense where it's like, we're getting a new crop of talent and it's, it may take a few, a little bit to like get everyone acclimated with like where they are on, on the roster. But I think right now the base is pretty good. I think we, we have a good start. So I'm excited to see what the future holds cautiously optimistic. As you guys said, very um, we, real quick though, we'd be we yeah. doing ourselves a disservice to not be appreciative of uh, bringing back war games and all those classic matches Absolutely. they've had over all these times. Uh, yeah. so. I think triple H is a big hand in that. So I, we, I mean, triple H is, Triple H is the master. He's the master. And a shout he out to Triple surgery H. And they, yeah, and they lose all the, lose all the talent. Yeah. So shout <laughs> out to him. Hope he's doing better in recovery. He had a, a, a cardiac event, they said. So hopefully he's okay and everything's good. Uh, game. Yes. But uh, like I said, NXT 2.0 starting up next week. It'll be an interesting episode of uh, the Wrestling Journal to see our first reaction to it. Um, kind of excited, though. So we'll see what happens. Um, before we end this one off, before we cap it off here. Uh, very, a very uh, topic-heavy episode. It was fun. I had a good time. Um, MVPs of the week. A lot of options here, I think, for the first time in a long time. Um, Tam, Tommy, uh, who you want to go with? Uh, I'm going to go CM Punk in his first match back in seven years. Okay. Yeah. I dig it. Great match. The gear, questionable. Not sure I'm a fan of the attire. but uh, Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Don't depends. Um, NJ3, MVP of the week. I'm going to go with Brian Danielson, the American dragon. Okay. I mean, dude, he's where he needs to be. He needs to wrestle. That's what he does best. He's to fucking wrestle. He likes to fuck. <laughs> Nicky Noodles, MVP. Uh, the beast. Brock Lesnar. Welcome back. Always a WWE guy. For light, you, light it. That's, that's not true. I'm kidding. Always is. You're, you're, you're a homer. <laughs> Disagree. All right. I, I couldn't agree All more. Right You're down blinded. the middle, like Bill, Bill Alfonso. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go, Cole, um, Adam Cole, baby, just for avoiding the the mess of the main roster and showing up in the right place where he should have been from the get go. Nothing against NXT, but AEW is a spot for him. It makes the most sense, and uh, I just can't wait what the future holds for that group. I think there's a lot of potential of what could happen for the elite, whether it's good or bad. And heel turns and baby face turns and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be a hell of a story that they're going to tell. And I can't freaking wait, baby. Um, that's it, boys. Episode 71 in the books. As always, take care. Hank wants to leave too. Take care. Stay safe. Watch for wrestling. <laughs>